0: Welcome to the Racing Wire Podcast Network's Encore presentation of the Performance Motorsports Network's broadcast of the Hoosier Racing Tire SECA Super Tour races from Hallett Motor Racing Circuit. This race was first broadcast live Sunday, April 24th, 2022.
1: And we're back here at Hallett Motor Racing Circuit for race group number five of the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour. And it's Big Boar. It's the Ground Pounders, and I'll tell you, this is going to be the one that I've been looking forward to today, as uh, yesterday they put on a great race, and uh, we kind of expect the same thing again today. Chris, don't you
0: think? Yeah, I expect another battle again today. Uh, Unfortunately, we lost a front runner yesterday due to some smoke, which we never did hear the end of, or find out what it was exactly, Mike, that took him out of the race, but that five... Uh, that bright red Corvette hopefully will be in a battle today and make it a little bit more interesting.
1: Oh, well, that would be nice if we would get him in there as we're coming up here on the five to go. As here is your starting grid for our big boar race. 27 cars, here they go. Starting 27th in the number 117 American sedan car from fluorescent Missouri in a Chevrolet Camaro, it's Andy Schneidermeyer. Starting 26th in the 141 GT3, out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, in the Mazda Miata, it's George Walker. Starting 25th in the thirty four GT2 car, it's a Panos GTS from Wolf City, Texas. Give him a howl. That's R, Paul Evans. Starting 24th in the number 15 car, it's a GT3 Mazda RX-7 from Spring Hill, Kansas. Brian Hopped is behind the wheel. Starting 23rd, car number 20, American sedan, Pontiac Trans Am from Lenexa, Kansas, Jim Wheeler. Starting 22nd in the 17, American sedan, that's a Chevy Camaro out of Grand, Grand Prairie, Texas, Philip Waters. Starting 21st in the number 8 GT2 car, it's a Chevrolet Monte Carlo from sedan, Kansas, Levi Lear. Starting 20th in the 14, GT2, a Porsche 996 from Hot Springs, Arkansas, Ivy Wood. Starting 19th in the 03 GTX, Porsche Cayman, out of Mansfield, Texas, Nathan Aust. Starting 18th in the 06 GT2 car, it's another Porsche 996 out of Hot Springs, Arkansas, John Brown. Starting 17th in the 63 GTX, Janetta G55 out of Pagosa Springs, uh, and they cut off think it's Colorado. I'm not sure. They cut off the state here on I me. Mean, it's Michael Young. Starting 16th in the number four T1 car, it's a Chevy Corvette out of Boca Raton, Florida, Anthony Barton. Starting 15th in the 26 T1 car, it's a Mazda Miata. From Sherwood, Arkansas, it's Chris Edens. Starting 14th in the 38 GTX car, it's a Maserati Trofeo out of South Lake, Texas, Colin Cohen. Starting thirteenth in the twenty-seven GT two car, another Chevrolet Monte Carlo out of San Antonio, Texas. Robert, I hope you get your name right. It's uh, Kropowczyk, I hope. Starting twelfth in the forty-four GT two car out of Ford, out of Mission, Texas, in a Ford Taurus. Rene Molina starting eleventh in the twenty-two GTX car. It's another Porsche Cayman out of Fort Worth, Texas. Quirt Smith. Starting 10th in the 41 T1 car, Chevrolet Corvette from Louisville, Colorado, Michael Pettiford. Starting 9th in the number 11 GTX car, it's a Porsche 718. From uh, Fort Worth, Texas, it's Maria Mejia. Starting 8th in the 67 GT2 car, it's a Chevrolet, uh, says MIK, so I'm not sure what that is. From Brownsville, Texas, it's Brian Carrick. Starting seventh in the number 50 GT2 car, Chevrolet Corvette from Overland Park, Kansas, Mike McGinley. Starting sixth in the number two GT2 car, it's a Dodge Viper from Shawnee Mission, Kansas. It is Mark Kirby. Starting 5th in the 97 GTX in a Maserati, it's from Carlton, Texas, it's William Coffee. Starting 4th in the 66 GT2 car, Porsche GT3 from Olathe, Kansas, Hans Peter. Starting 3rd, the GT62 car, GT1, Chevrolet Camaro from Fayetteville, Arkansas, Tom Smith starting second, the 05 GT1 Chevy Corvette from Fort Worth, Texas of David Firststand, and the pole Center car 21 a GT1 Chevy Corvette from Fayetteville, Arkansas, it's K Dane Smith, son of Tom Smith who's starting third. So they're starting nose to tail with each other. That is your big bore starting grid, gentlemen.
2: Cars on and the track. We are excited. We are excited about that Ooh. Mike and uh What a race yesterday. What a race we're expecting today.
1: Oh, I agree with you there, Bob. Sorry, taking a little bit of a leave here. But uh, (laughs) so we're getting ready here. This ought to be a good one. I'm going to keep my eye on my man, Mark Kirby, quietly finished fourth yesterday. And I mean, when I say quietly, no, when I say quietly is because, you know, he was back around 10th, 9th, 8th for most of the race. And then because of attrition in front of him, he moved up in the field. So uh, hopefully he can keep that Viper on the track and uh, maybe move up a spot or two.
2: Yeah, that would be nice. I mean, I know you're a big Viper fan and that was that's a very nice car. Uh, We talked to uh, him, I guess, in the paddock area uh, yesterday.
1: Friday, it was great Friday, guy. yeah, nice guy. Friday,
2: yeah, great, great guy, great guy. So uh, very humble and uh, excited about uh, having that car out here on the track with all these guys.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful car too. I, I mean, I love my Mopars, but yeah. So always like to see him do well because, unfortunately, a lot of times Mopars don't show up as well uh, as I'd like them to. But that's the way of racing.
2: Well, as our overall uh, uh, leaders uh, come through six, they should be over by uh, Chris at any second here. Chris?
0: Yeah, I'm watching the pace car come down the straightaway here. Lights ablaze. Still single file behind that pace car, and everybody is weaving still and uh, trying to get some temp and get ready to go here. Double yellow still showing around the course as customary on a pace lap. I'm waiting for the pace car lights to go out, and usually right about now in front of me they do. And... Take one, and there they go, as Ta-da. the pace car exit turns nine. Yes, K-Dane, and then the 05 uh, yesterday, as we saw first, and. So I am going to really keep a close eye on that battle, and the battle in GT2 was a good one yesterday. I'm hoping that that lives up to its name again today. Mike?
1: Well, I'm just hoping for good race <laughs> all the way around. I want to see every uh, class out here battling against each other. I hate when all the classes get mixed up. It's not as much fun. But here we go. They're coming down a uh, early green with only the first couple rows around. Goodbye to Mr. Smith. Goodbye to the other Mr. Smith. As it's Dane Smith, Tom Smith, then David Firsthand back to third as they go around turn one. In fact, I think Firsthand may have gone back to fourth. Hans Peter may have sneaked, sneaked up there to third. Bob, you'll have to check that out.
2: Yes, uh, Peter is in third right now. First hand is uh, in fourth, as you mentioned. Uh, But it is Smith, Smith, and uh, Peter, as uh, seemed to be very similar yesterday. But now we've got the Smith brothers side by side with Peter following that uh, Corvette, Dane Smith, around the turns here. That settles back out. It's Corvette, Camaro, and then Dane Smith. So it's, I'm sorry, (laughs) Tom. Yeah, let's try that again. Dane Smith, Tom Smith and Hans-Peter as they come into five, over to six, and over to Chris. Chris?
0: Yeah, I saw almost the exact same start yesterday with the son leading the father, meaning Kay Dane in the lead, which he is now. Tom in second, and then that Porsche of Hans-Peter jumped it. Oh, yes, he almost got inside of Tom Smith in nine. And I don't mean jumped it as in jump to start, but actually advanced his position up to third, and then... um, David Furstan was just more than patient, and after a couple laps when his tires got warm, he took off and was able to get back by Hans Peter as the leaders come into your view, Mike.
1: All right, and it is going to be the dad in the lead. Tom Smith got around Dane Smith. And, whoa, Dane Smith almost went way wide in one and almost ran off the road here. Pulls it back in in front of Hans Peter. Mike McGinley now. Move him up to fourth. Coffee fifth. Mark Kirby, sixth. Dave, first, and all the way back to seventh. Bob, Tom Smith, the dad, is in the lead.
2: He certainly is, and uh, if you look behind him, uh, Dane Smith is right there. Hans Peter uh, is uh, is trying his darndest to get past car number 50. That's uh, Mike McGinley. That's also another Corvette, but uh, Peter's not having a whole lot of luck. Your uh, Viper is doing fairly well as well, Mike. And he's uh, in about sixth place right now. They're coming through five, over to six, and over to Chris.
0: Yeah, Tom Smith has set sail and checked out. I mean, is absolutely gone. I'm talking at least three-quarters, almost a full second as he uh, exits turn nine. And then his son comes out, Kay Dane, out of nine. Then the fifty that Z06 did get around, and McGinley did get around Hans Peter, but I don't think Peter's content to let him go. And I'm still waiting for first and to start making a charge back through and get to that front lead pack again, Mike.
1: Well, Tom Smith has opened up a huge lead over Dane Smith now, about eight car lengths, three point two seconds. Then Hans Peter in third, McGinley, Coffee, Kirby. Your top six, first and in seventh, they're all around one and up the bob.
2: All right, as we're looking for them as they're where, well, there they come, like a freight train here. You've got uh, uh, Tom Smith, Dane Smith, and then actually Dane Smith and then Tom Smith. And then, of course, you have uh, uh, the, the, uh, the car, which was, uh, wait, hang on a second, things are a uh, little goofy here. There's car number 50, that's McKinley. And then uh, car five, uh, which is David firsthand. And uh, that is how, pretty much how that is all settling out here. And uh, we just figured that whole thing out. So, uh, Chris, they're coming over to you. Tom Smith, Dane Smith, and Kirby in the lead. Coming to you.
0: Just as you called it, unfortunately, they're all separated by quite a gap. And (laughs) Tom Smith blows it into turn nine horribly and absolutely could not find a gear to get going again. I'm not sure what happened there, but that allowed his dad, RK Kay Dane, to start reeling Tom back in. For some reason, Tom Smith had a big issue there, and I think it was a downshift, Mike, but I'm not sure. Well, whatever it is,
1: Dane Smith just blew by him on the front stretch like he was standing still. Running in third is the 66 of Hans Peter. Then it's going to be the fifty of Mike McKinley, William Coffee. First, ad has gotten that Camaro or, or of Corvette around the um, Viper, and it's going to be Dane Smith in the lead. Bob.
2: All right, uh, and and lots of things happening here. We have a slower car that just got uh, literally blown away by uh, uh, by both uh, Dane Smith and Tom Smith. Now uh, we've got uh, Hans Peter in the in second. We've got uh, that car 62, Tom Smith in third now, 50, uh, Mike McGinley in fourth, and uh, William Coffey, car number 97, in fifth overall as uh, they go through five, coming into six. Some changes back and forth at the top of the pack here, Chris, as they're coming over to you.
0: Yeah, K-Dane goes over eight into nine, and then Hans Peters second overall in that GT3 Cup Porsche. And it's just a Sunday drive for those two. The 05 now, a first stand. He gets by the 50 car, that Corvette Z06, and is able to take his GT1 car into third, as well as that beautiful Maserati of coffee. He moves up a spot, too, as McGinley starts to fall back, Mike.
1: All right. Our race leader goes by. There goes Dane Smith Smith and then Hans Peter then the 05 of first hand now big, big battle here for the next three it's going to be McGinley, Kirby and then Coffee as uh, McGinley and Kirby have gotten around Coffee going into one bob
2: all right as we look at our overall leader that is uh, car number 21 K Dane Smith then Hans Peter coming up uh, the back straight again as well into four david first hand is he yes there you go car number 5 now the cars that you were talking about duking it out car number 50 mcginley and you've got uh mark kirby and william coffee uh back to back here uh coming through the turns now and then that uh car number 67 that's brian Carrick of uh, uh with his gt2 car coming through five as well over to you guys
0: yeah watch the overall leader he's already in turn 10 and then our second of Hans Peter, he exits turn nine. First and, though, hot tires, here I come. He's starting to reel Hans Peter in, who is a GT2 car, but second overall, and buried between your first and second place of uh, Smith and first and as that pack comes down the straightaway, Mike.
1: All right, and I'm noticing that Tom Smith, maybe he did mess up a gear some because he is dropping. So it's Smith. Uh, Dane Smith, Peter. Now there goes the 50 of McGinley. Kirby, Coffee knows the tail going into turn number one. Side by side, it's going to be Kirby and Coff or Kirby and McGinley. Kirby has to back out. Cannot gain the spot. Bob.
2: All right, as we're watching our overall leaders go by, and uh, it is uh, no real changes there. Uh, Dane Smith, Hans Peter, David Firsthand. Now, the group that you're talking about, Mike, uh, McKinley, Kirby, and Coffee, let's see how that settles out. Car number 50, that is McKinley. Car number two, that's Kirby. Car number 97, that's Coffee. Uh, In that order, about two car lengths apart. Then car number 67, that is uh, Brian Carrick. And uh, that's how it's coming to you, Chris, over uh, through six.
0: Yeah, just to recap for you, Mike, there, that 05, that leader of Smith in that Camaro-bodied GT1 car is dropping radically, and I think he has lost a gear or two, because when he comes through nine, there is absolutely no drive in that car at all, and everybody's going by him here, but he still continues to circulate, maybe hoping the problem will fix itself. But as I watch he's over by me right
2: now, Chris, uh, not to interrupt, but he's over by me right now, and just uh, basically... Shall we say putt-putt-putt-putting along?
0: Okay, we'll do putt-putt-putt-putting along. All right,
1: well, somebody who's not putt-putt-putting along is McGinley and Kirby, as they are about a half a car length separating them going into one, and about a car length back is Coffee and that Maserati. Bob, they're coming into your view right about, let's say, now.
2: Well, yeah, they are, and uh, they're side by side. You've got uh, McGinley and Kirby side by side. The Viper had the uh, inside line and pulls ahead of Coffee. Now the Maserati side by side with Coffee. Coffee says, Oh, hell no, and uh, pull, pull, shuts the door on the Maserati. Maserati has to fall in right behind him. They are nose to tail. So uh, the Viper picks up the uh, lead on that threesome and. Uh, uh, the, uh, the Maserati uh, gets, uh, gets a door shut on him as uh, they go over to Chris.
0: Yeah, they come down the straightaway here. The Viper turns in. It turns seven, gets up over the curbing makes it look really nice, gets into up over eight, into nine, and then that Z06, that blue number 50, and then the Maserati in that order, Maserati gets a heck of a launch off that corner, starts to make inroads on that Z06 50 car of McGinley, Mike, as they come to you.
1: All right, but with Kirby getting around McGinley, that puts Kirby in second in GT2, as he now has about a four-car length lead at the line. And Kirby now has to get around first, catch and get around first end to get the Hans Peter for that GT2 win. But that's going to be uh, let's see, he's about 14 seconds back. He's got to do a lot of pedaling, Bob.
2: Uh, pedaling would be a, a mild statement. He's got <laughs> to just haul freight to get that to, to get to that. But uh, let's take a look at the Viper uh, and uh, and uh, let's see, this would be Viper Corvette and Maserati mix. Viper has got about seven car lengths on the Corvette, the Maserati. Maserati, sitting there with his headlights on going, want to get by, want to get by, and Corvette goes, no, 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 no. This is a Detroit track. Uh, you can't get by at all. And, <laughs> and, and so, anyway, they're going through uh, five. Did somebody say punchy? Five, six, and over to Chris. Coffee for the troops here.
0: Yeah, first in, just got by Hans Peter in front of me, so your GT1 battle now First and second, Smith, and then first and, Peter is a GT2 car, so as I had called and speculated, he is further back now, but it's still leading his group, and then that battle between Coffee and McGinley, Mike, they head towards you. All right, well, first and has gotten around Peter, so that puts Kirby right behind
1: Peter, but time-wise is the big one. Let's see, as Kirby crosses the line, 15 seconds back. Now there goes Beginley and there goes coffee around a slower car into turn one and they're heading up the hill to Bob
2: as we're looking at them uh, coming into into view here it is the viper and then it is uh, firsthand I- I'm sorry McKinley and then uh, we see that uh, maserati So those guys are spread out pretty drastically as uh, they come by up through the up the hill over through five and over to 6. Uh, you're going to see that Viper coming through in just a couple of seconds, Chris, and he's got about a good seven eight car-like lead. Over to you.
0: Right, wait for him to get out of 6. Yeah, as he navigates a little bit of a slower car there, makes an inside pass there and starts to walk away from that traffic. That Viper, obviously very, very strong on the top end, as he got around a uh, 77 car that's a Camaro, and the 50 car, that Z06, that blue Corvette, trying to keep up, but not going to do it this time, guys, as Kirby and McGinley, that gap's starting to grow even further. Mike?
1: Alright, our race leader has gone around the 63 car of Michael Young. 14 cars left on the lead lap. Boy, the deja vu from last race. Here goes Kirby now as he goes by. He's chasing down Hans Peter. 15 flat. He's only picked up about one-tenth of a second that last lap on Hans Peter. He's got to do more than that if he wants to catch him. Bob?
2: Yeah, that's very true, and that uh, car 66 is just uh, hauling freight here, and uh, I am not sure how close Kirby is going to be able to get to him. But uh, nevertheless, uh, he is uh, putting them down like uh, he did not do as much yesterday. Very, very uh, uh, good to see that uh, as Kirby is uh, taking a a real good uh, solid line. He's got about 15 car lengths over McGinty and uh, Coffee right now as they go into five come out of five into six and we'll be over in front of chris in just a couple of seconds chris
0: yeah he's on a sunday drive literally with nobody in front of him except for one slower car that is a miata number 26 i will tell you who that is here in just a second that is chris eden's and he is your T1 leader at the moment. So that's who he has to navigate as he gets to turn 10, Mike, and your Viper will be in your view in just a second.
1: All right, Jim Wheeler, Andy Schneidermeyer, Paul Evans, Rene Molina, and George Walker did not make the starting grid. Tom Smith running in last, doing 143 laps, and just hanging in there, though. There goes Kirby, there goes Beginley, three seconds behind him. But uh, Kirby, now 13.2 behind Peter. He's picked up almost two seconds that last lap. Bob, over to you.
2: All right, as we're looking at him, and, yeah, he is, uh, he is picking him up and putting him down here as he's going on by me right now. Let's take a look at uh, how the cars behind him are doing. Car number 50, that would be Mike McKinley. Uh, a good 10 car lengths back. You've got uh, a coffee in the uh, Maserati, and he is about another 10 car lengths back. And then you've got uh, car number 26, which is uh, uh, a slower car, but certainly uh, uh, still doing his best. That's Chris Eaton's in the Miata, T1 Miata, uh, which is interesting, uh, touring one Miata. And uh, as they go through five, it is still that uh, that big Viper uh, in the lead in that pack. And they're coming over to Chris. Chris?
0: Yeah, that Viper is definitely uh, putting down the power because he just exited nine as that 50 car of Mike McGinley, in G, a GT2 car, also has William Coffey, a GTX car, and in the lead for his group in tow. So right now, the field's separated by quite a big margin here between several cars. I just would like to keep an eye on First Dan and see if he can make any roads on K Dane, and K Dane's father, Tom, is still circulating, although at quite a substantially less pace than what that car's capable of, Mike.
1: Well, that last lap, First Dan ran about a second and a half slower than Dane, and and Kirby, though, he picked up, let's see, uh, about three-tenths of a second on Peter that last time around, but he's knocked it down to just under 13 seconds. Bob, over to you.
2: All right, as the Viper goes by with a rumble, and then uh, car number 50, that again is uh, is uh, uh, Mike McGinley. And uh, it looks to me like coffee may have picked up a couple of uh, car lengths on the uh, Corvette of uh, Mike McGinley. Uh, That is, of course, the Maserati and the Corvette uh, there as uh, they're trying to follow and get up with Mark Kirby. But they're through five, through six, and over to Chris.
0: Yeah, the Maserati looks to get by that blue Z06. Of course, not an interclass class battle, but, hey, if it's so spread out and there's a limited number of people in your class, why not have a race with whoever can match you as best as you can as far as pace goes? So the Viper is long gone. Mike, you should be happy because he's probably in front of you now.
1: And he is close to being able to see Hans Peter. As Peter has gone by, it's now 11.8 seconds, but Kirby's got traffic. He's got to deal with going into one, gets around one of them, but he's got two more in front of him. Bob, traffic coming into play.
2: Yep, absolutely, Mike, and we expected that at this stage of the race, but uh, he's coming up on, I believe, that is the uh, eight car, uh, the NASCAR car, uh, of, of, uh, let's see, who is that, uh, running that one? Uh, that is, uh, uh, Levi Lear. And, uh, he is, uh, Lear is, uh, taking the line this time around. That is allowing the car number 50, Mike McGinley, to get a little closer. But McGinley's got two cars he's got to get past before he can get to Kirby. So, uh, I think, uh, Kirby is still in pretty good shape here without having to worry about anybody behind him as he's coming out of six and over to Chris. Chris?
0: Yeah, main street and heavy traffic down the back straightaway here. (laughs) As I watch that Viper, I mean, it's just a Congo line. The number eight stock car, that Monte Carlo, gets in the way of the Porsche. The Porsche says, "Uh, I've got handling. Step aside. So in turn nine, he ducks it inside. The stock car is nice and yields. But guess what that brings into the fold? The number 50, uh, that blue Corvette of McGinley in coffee right there, still nose to tail, even though a different battle in class, but those guys are running nose to tail. At the same time, though, Kirby starting to make a little bit more inroad into Hans-Peter there, Mike.
1: Ah, not that time. He lost almost, well, he lost 2.2 seconds because of traffic that lap, and uh, Kirby falling back a little bit. Time running down, 17 minutes left in this race. Kirby has to kick it up. (laughs) Attention to the pit and paddock. First call to the grid for race group six, spec racer Ford three. Race group six, spec
2: racer Ford three, this is your first call to the grid. Bob? Yeah, Kurt, you said Kirby would have to step it up. He's going to have to step it up by about half a racetrack yeah. because uh, he is. Uh, he's about a good uh, three turns behind uh, Hans Peter. Nevertheless, he is putting on a great show, and, uh, and in second place, he's still uh, keeping ahead of his GT2 competitors, uh, car number 50, Mike McGitley. and just for fun, uh, that car, that uh, Maserati, the GTX car as well. So uh, uh, Mike Kirby's having some fun, or Mark Kirby's having some fun here today. Chris, over to you.
0: Yeah, I Kirby Lee uh, exit there out of turn nine then the Corvette, and then the Maserati. So for now, that battle is pretty much broken apart. I am showing a yellow flag in my corner over here, and I'm trying to find out why because I don't see a car in... The, the yellow was out in turn 8, but I'm looking over my shoulder, and I can't really see through the woods, Mike. I'm not sure what the cause of that yellow is. There may be a car broken down here at the exit of 9 and into 10. So you'll have to get some eyes on it as our overall leader is just now exiting 9.
1: Well, I'm not seeing anything back here, but there's still a bunch of haulers over there keeping me from getting a good view down into the beginning of turn 10. So uh, can't help you out there, brother. But it looks like Dane Smith now, um, I got to take a look. He just, well, the eight car goes by now, and that is uh, Levi Lear underpowered. It looks like he's got some problems with that car. So it looks like something may have broke. There's Tom Smith coming around at about 50 miles an hour. and Does that Maserati blows by him like he's standing still? Hey, Mike. Yeah.
0: According to the net, it's car number 26, Chris Edens, that we spoke of earlier, and that Miata is pulled off to driver's right. Just past the bridge going towards turn 10, and that's why you can't see him, but it's the
1: Gotcha. G6. Okay, well, there goes to the 66 of Hans Peter, and I'm now looking for the number two of Mark Kirby. Oh, here comes our Viper now, coming out of turn 10. It looks like he has picked up some, uh, some uh, track space on Peter. Let's see, 14.6. Hey, picked up about a half a second. That's about it. Bob, over to you.
2: All right, as uh, he comes up uh, the hill here, and uh, running into, uh, going to be running into a little bit of traffic. Uh, there's Peter going by there, and uh, as our Viper is going, just going into the two-three complex. Peter is in uh, four-five right now, so there's there's a bit of space here, but uh, the Viper has got probably three cars to get uh, to get close to Peter that he's got to get past, and those three cars are no slouches either. But uh, you got McGinley and Coffey still hanging on back there uh, behind behind Kirby as uh, they go into five, into six, and over to Chris.
0: Yeah, I'm watching the Main Street traffic down the back straightaway here is that wounded camaro the gt1 of tom smith is even slower now a lot of guys had to make a few tricky maneuvers to get around him safely because the closing rate of speed is incredible as i watch the viper though going back to that story for you guys he exits turn nine nobody's getting any closer to him so he's comfortably there as he heads into 10 mike well, i just watched the eight go
1: by here and it looks like he's got a problem with the right front tire just the way the car is bouncing around. He's staying the driver's left down the front stretch, stay out of everybody else's way, but definitely that car is a wounded duck. Kirby goes by. He is now 14.2 back. I don't think he has a chance to catch Hans Peter. Bob?
2: No, realistically, no, but, uh, you know, it, it's interesting to talk about and see just how far ahead he could get as uh, Hans Peter's uh, into five right now, and the Viper is just coming out of three. That's how far he has to go. But he also has, as we said last uh, last lap, three cars to get by, and it looks like he's going to put the number eight NASCAR car down this time around. So now it's down to two. Still a long ways away and not really enough time to make that happen and a not enough speed. Is it coming out of six and over to you, Chris?
0: Yeah, I see the bright white stripes as he launches down this straightaway. Nothing's got... A lot of torque, and I know the Viper, especially the GTS Coupes, have a lot of horsepower and a lot of torque. That car is an absolute bullet in a straight line, but that still brings the 50, that Z06 Corvette, and the Maserati well in tow. Not too far behind them, though, guys. I wouldn't say it's over there yet. Mike, your Viper's coming to you.
1: Well, yeah, I wouldn't say it's over yet either. The only thing is we've got 12 minutes to go or 10 laps. It's a lot of racing. And, yeah, I see that uh, McGinley is starting to close back in now a little bit, although this Lappy makes a liar out of me. And, uh, well, no, actually he didn't. He picked up eight tenths on Kirby that time. Kirby dropping a little more time to Hans Peter. So Kirby may have run those tires out. Bob?
2: Yeah, that would be a shame. But, uh, nevertheless, uh, you know, that horsepower is uh, is is uh, putting that down on the, onto a track is uh Going to use up a little bit of rubber here. So as he's coming up through the 3-4 complex, car number 50, Mike McGinley, is as close as he's been in a long time. Right behind McGinley is William Coffey in that Maserati, and he's only about two car lengths off of McGinley's uh, rear bumper. So things could still get interesting as uh, in that GT2 race as we uh, we continue the uh, racing here at, uh, at 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 uh, Hallett uh, Motor Racing Circuit here. Chris, over to you, buddy.
0: Right. Uh, looking at this yellow uh, Monte Carlo, uh, looks like a former ASA stock car, maybe a Xfinity car, but as that Viper gets close to him in turn 10, though, McGinley and Coffee both pushing each other, but I wouldn't say McGinley is out of this at all yet. As he's getting a little bit closer, maybe it's my eyesight. But he could be still sitting there waiting for an opportunity to get by that Viper, Mike.
1: Well, he just closed in. He ran his fastest lap at a 119.3, picked up eight tenths on Kirby. So he is definitely tracking Kirby down. He wants that second spot on the GT2 podium back, and he's got time to do it. So they're heading up the Bob now.
2: As they uh, compress into the braking zone, a lot of cars in that, uh, in that lap or in that pack right now. But uh, the Viper and, uh, and McKinley uh, uh, pretty much are, are out in front at this point. They get past the uh, the yellow NASCAR-style car, uh, and then now coffee in that GTX uh, Maserati gets by as well. As they come out of five, over to six, and over to you, Chris.
0: Well, here we go with uh, rush hour traffic down the straightaway again uh, as the Viper is picking off cars left and right And now we have to deal with a yellow Corvette, a 41, and then a Porsche. That Viper is going to have some traffic to contend with, which just might. Oh, the 50 car starts smoking suddenly at the exit of nine. McGinley's got some sort of an issue there, Mike. I don't know what it is, but maybe you can tell me when it comes by you. But he's not on pace.
1: All right. Well, here comes uh, Kirby now. That 50 I don't see any smoke, and he's only a couple car lengths now. In fact, he's coming, I'd say he's like three car lengths now, behind Kirby going into one and up the hill to Bob.
2: All right, as we uh, look for him right there, yep, there he is, and he is literally right on the back bumper of uh, of uh, Kirby right now. And uh, But Kirby's coming up on a couple of slower cars. This may create some issues, and it may give uh, McKinley Uh, an opportunity but right behind mckinley is that number 97 of william coffee at maserati now it's a different class of course but uh it's still right on his rear bumper so kirby mckinley and coffee nose to tail as they're coming over to chris chris
0: Coming down the back straightaway here, the Viper safely navigates around the Porsche. The Porsche lifts a little bit, lets that 50 Corvette by, and then pulls drivers right, lets the Maserati through, but that gap is down to zero. He, whatever it was that smoke was that he had last time, Mike, I don't see it this time. Maybe it was a tire rubber, or whatever, but I don't see it this time, and that Maserati is definitely pushing McGinley as they get closer to Kirby. Battle's in front of you. <laughs>
1: Attention to the pit and paddock. Attention to pit and paddock. Race group six. This is your second call to the grid for Spec Racer Ford 3. Race group six. Spec Racer Ford three. Your second call to the grid. We have a change. McKinley has gotten around Kirby. Coffee now right on Kirby's bumper as they go around one.
2: Bob. All right, and that uh, is something that uh, we expected to happen, but not quite this soon. But nevertheless, uh, McKinley is has uh, got himself about a three-car length lead. Now uh, it looks like Coffee has gotten past in the 2-3 complex, and Kirby is uh, seems to be a little off pace because 06 car just goes past him. That's John Brown, and the uh, 41 Corvette is catching up with him. So Kirby may have run his car out. Uh, and that may be why uh, not only McGinley but Coffee or McGinley and Coffee both got by. Chris, they're coming over to you.
0: Yeah, definitely as they go through 8 and coming into 9 here, Bob, the 50 car using every inch of track possible, bouncing over all of the curbs, almost looks like British turn car. There's that wisp of smoke again coming off the back of that blue Corvette as he exits turn 9. So maybe when he leans really heavy on that left rear, it might be a tire rub. But the bigger issue is our overall leader is now leaving 9 and headed towards 10. With six minutes to go, he may have to contend with them by the time he gets by you, Mike. Yeah, that's what I was
1: kind of looking at to see where he's at and how many cars are left on the lead lap because I know there's not many. So here comes uh, there's our race leader now, the 21 car. Smith goes by. And let me see who the next car. Hey, we've got a car off up here at turn number ten. It's going to be a car that's a few laps down. It's the sixty-seven. He gets back on track. Going to lose some position or track position, but that's about it. Bob, our leader is up to you.
2: Yeah, yes. Uh, I'm looking for our viper. Uh, he is, uh, MIA right now. So am I. And, <laughs> yeah, so no, he's probably, he's not, uh, not over here and, uh, was not with the pack that he was with McGinley and, and Coffee. So, uh, not quite sure where he is, but our overall leader just goes by and, uh, is, uh, again, still collecting cars like they were going out of style here. And he should be over in front of Chris right now. Chris?
0: Yeah, that 50 car of McGinley, unfortunately, stuck in a Maserati sandwich. One car being lapped, the other being for position of William Coffee. So, Mike, as they head into turn 10, it'll be interesting to see if he can get by without being held up because seeing how those two are teammates, maybe they'll play nice.
1: Nope, Coffee gets around McGinley, so move him up to fourth, McGinley back to fifth. But uh, still, that's GTX, GT2, no harm there. I do not see uh, Kirby. He's shown back in ninth and dropping. I believe Kirby probably is on pit road or pulled it back into the pits. I think Kirby's day is done. I don't see him.
2: All right, Mike, I've got Coffee and McKinley in front of me. And uh, behind them, that would be uh, uh, car number 38, which is uh, uh, Colin Cohen, which we haven't been talking about much. But he seems to have moved through the pack a little bit. And right behind Cohen, car number 21, K. Dane Smith, about 20 car lengths. And uh, he is looking to pick up a few more cars before the end of this race. And uh, as he's coming through five and over through six, uh, you can pick him up in just a couple of seconds, Chris.
0: Yeah, he comes down the back straightaway here and absolutely zero in front of him. So. Just clear sailing ahead. He won't encounter a car for at least another 20 seconds, at least. So clear sailing for him. And then the rest of the cars that are coming through my frame at the moment, actually, Mike, are cars that have just been lapped again.
1: Yeah, figures. Okay, and there goes uh, William Coffey in fourth. And 38, that is Colin Cohen, who I believe is a lap down. And here comes our race leader. So it looks like, uh, actually... We've got eight cars left on the. Oh, no. We have only got five cars left on the lead lap, Bob.
2: All right. Well, there you go. They're uh, rather interesting stuff going on. Here comes that uh, Maserati, and he is looking to track down car number 11. That's uh, Maria Mejla. And uh, he is uh, right on that, that, uh, that bumper. Uh, McGinley still falling uh, a little bit off the pace. But our overall leader, Dane Smith, is making up laps and uh, and putting them down as uh, he is also coming up on the back of that crew. So, Chris, you'll see him coming to you in just a second through six.
0: Yeah, as he exits turn six here with just about three minutes and some to go, the stock car misses a gear in turn nine. That bogs everybody back up and kind of bottles them up. So that means that when K. Dane exits turn nine, as he does right now, as soon as I say that, he's going to have one heck of a lot of traffic. Oh, and then I have the 06 Porsche spin in front of me. He writes it and then is getting trying to get back going. Mike is your overall leaders to you.
1: All right. And there goes the 50 car of Mike McGinley. And there is our race leader. So. Dane Smith, with two and a half minutes to go, is tracking down our fifth-place car. We may end up with four on the lead lap. Attention to Pitt Paddock. Final call to the grid for Race Group 6, Beck Racer Ford 3. Race Group 6, Beck Racer Ford 3, your final call to the grid. Bob, it's up to you.
2: And uh, you are absolutely correct. We now have uh, just six on the lead lap as uh, Dane Smith, the uh, Tracks down yet another one and passes it. There goes one of the uh, Maseratis back uh, a lap down. So uh, while he is continuing his march forward uh, firsthand, Hans Peter and William Coffey and Mike McGinley still looking to try and stay ahead of that uh, blue, baby blue uh, Corvette as uh, he is coming on through. Chris, and over to you.
0: Not going to happen, Bob, because the 50 car just exited nine, and guess who's right on his six? The 21 at K. Dane Smith. I have listened to the net, and apparently, white flag this time by. So, Mike, they'll be in your view, pal.
1: No, I'm not going to look. <laughs> Here he comes. There's the 50 car, the 11, and then the 21. White flag is in the air. Dane Smith now coming up on that. Maserati and he's about four car lengths behind him. Bob, he should catch that 50 car by the time he gets over to about turn three or four.
2: I'm guessing you're probably correct, and that is uh, uh, coming up uh, here right now as uh, our overall leader is uh, coming up through three, the 50 car, and then uh, he picks up, okay, the uh, 11 car, balks him just a little bit, that Porsche balked the Corvette just a little bit, Slowed his uh, forward momentum, Dan. He had to go to the binders to not uh, uh, run into the back of the Porsche. So uh, probably not right now, but pretty soon you're going to see that uh, overall leader, uh, uh, Chris, coming at you.
0: Yeah, he's just weaving and bobbing as he comes down the back straightaway here. Tom Smith, his dad, is gone very very slow obviously he knows if the checker comes out he can hit pit road and that wounded uh, Camaro that was so strong in the beginning here but our overall leader gets by even more traffic now as he crosses the bridge enters into turn number 10 call this one pretty much done, Mike.
1: Pretty much done, it is done as the white flag is in the air. But now the checkered, as there goes K. Dane Smith, he got around Mike McGinley in that big, wide sweeping turn 10. So there were four cars left on the lead lap. But K. Dane Smith, a walk in the park, so to speak. As he just kicks, you know what out of everybody else wins the race, sweeps the weekend in GT two. Can well, I'm say GT one convincingly? David first and second in GT one. Way 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 back. In fact, right about now you might be seeing. Oh no, here he comes. There he goes. Now there goes first and a half seconds behind Smith. Hans Peter will come in third. He will win GT2. William Coffey will finish fourth. He'll win GTX. Mike McGinley comes in second in GT2. Brian Carrick will finish third. Maria Mejia will finish second in GTX. Colin Cohen finishes in third in GTX. And let's see, our third place finisher in GT1 will be Tom Smith back in 19th. Six laps down, but he still gets a podium finish. T1 goes to Mike Pettiford, followed by Anthony Bartone. He'll finish second. And then Chris Eden's only finishing nine laps. He will finish third in T1. And I believe American Sedan, Phillips Waters, he will finish three or four laps down all, or three laps down all the way, but he wins American Sedan. And uh, that was it, as Jim Wheeler didn't run, and neither did Andy Schneidermeyer. So that rounds out race group number five. We're up to number six, Spec Racer Ford 3. will be coming up here in just a few moments. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more racing action here at Hallett Motor Racing Circuit. And, of course, this broadcast here of the Ark Valley Race Group, Northeast Oklahoma-Wichita region's Green County Grand Prix of the Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour here at Hallett Motor Racing Circuit is brought to you locally on the Performance Motorsports Network by E Street Racing. From race prep to engine builds, E Street Racing is your Mazda Miata headquarters. Keep an eye on Jim Drago, car number two, Preston Partis, car 42, as they take on the best of the Miata class all season long. And also by Branding Speed, the new book by Fritz Wilkie, you can own the number one new release in motorsports. Branding Speed is full of practical, real-world branding tips that you can use to take your team to the next level while keeping within a grassroots-sized budget. Branding Speed is on Amazon.com today. You can buy it. And finally, buy Dino Lucy Energy Drinks. Check out the brand-new Dino Lucy Energy Drinks, this all-natural supplement from Italy, and see if you don't like it better than the energy drink you are currently drinking. No rocket blast-off, no crash, just natural energy Try it for free. at selected racetracks when they show up, which is basically the East Coast. So if you guys are coming to Watkins Glen, there you go. You can try it there. All right, we're going to take a break. You're listening to all the action of the 2022 Hoosier Racing Tire SCCA Super Tour Live on scca.com front slash live. If you're here at the track, 87.9. And as always, on the Performance Motorsports Network.